Hello and good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever in the world you are. Hello. We are in a waning gibbous moon, which means the moon is going from the full moon stage to the new moon stage. So it's getting smaller every day. This is really a time of releasing. So the lunar cycles can be broken up into an intention phase, an action phase, a releasing phase, and a resting phase. This is probably the easiest way to understand the phases or the quarters of the moon so you can get the most out of it. I'm Stephanie Matthews with MagicalMothering.com. You can also join in the private Magical Mothering community on Patreon.com forward slash Magical Mothering. So today I want to talk about how releasing, which I really have that correlated. Thank you, Natasha. Good morning. I really have releasing correlated to the birthing process. And so we think about birthing and this is in like putting something completely new into the world. And so I would highly recommend using this releasing time of the lunar cycle to also spur, intend any creativity that has been lacking or needed. Use this time to really get the projects done that you haven't been getting done. Use this time to really create space to finish up, to start, to release, to create, to put into the world. So I will use what I've been doing as examples. So I have gotten all of my apples processed. I made apple butter with them and I canned them. I also have been um, dumping. So I've been doing brain dumps. So I go through and I just dump on a piece of paper all the projects that I have going. I've got tomatoes that I need to turn into tomato paste. I have persimmons that I need to harvest and then preserve. Um, I have acorns that I need to harvest. And so I also have a huge vending weekend coming up this weekend on Friday, so I'll be setting that up. So doing a brain dump really helps my feelings of overwhelm and anxiety because I'm not constantly thinking about all the things that I have to do. I have them all on a piece of paper. And then as I complete them, I just cross them off. And so this has been something that's really valuable for me because I tend to be, I can be all over the place and I'm always multitasking. Um, so for me, having multiple uh, chances to connect and multiple chances to look at everything that I'm doing and everything that I have going on allows for me to get more done. Good morning, Sarah. Um, and so I want to encourage you to get the things done that need to be done this lunar cycle. If it doesn't need to be done this lunar cycle or before the new moon, and it can wait until the next action phase, and it can wait until next, you know, a couple weeks, don't push yourself to do something that's not in alignment. So I'm really um, being mindful of this within my own self. I had these 
intuitive nudgings that I needed to go and collect leaves that were all of these pretty colors. I got sidetracked. I didn't have time. I was working on finishing up other projects and then it rained today. And so a ton of the leaves got pulled out of the trees and they're now wet. So I'm going, hmm, I guess I should have prioritized that more than I did. And so in all actuality, it wasn't even on the list. So this is what I'm sharing. This is a process that I'm really integrating into my own life of being present to the creativity process of really doing the things. Um, like yesterday, I woke up specifically early to start the water to can the apple butters and to like get it done because I noticed that if I wake up and have a sip of coffee and I'm sitting there, I actually don't get as much done. So for me as a manifesting generator, waking up and getting into action is actually really helpful. And then after I do some action, then I can sit down and write out my thoughts, get my things in order. So I did the same thing this morning. I immediately came into the apothecary when I awoke this morning. I got all my orders ready. And that way I wasn't like procrastinating it. And then I grabbed my coffee and started journaling. So jump into something and get it accomplished first thing in the morning. And I feel like you will already have something crossed off the list and it'll actually make you feel less overwhelmed because then you already know that you've gotten something done first thing in the morning, rather than putting it off and getting sidetracked and getting busy with everything else. So um, utilizing this releasing or birthing time of the moon to really get projects put into action, finished, complete, checked off the list. And that way, when we go into our rest cycle next week in the lunar cycle, we can truly rest. We can see all the things in our list and know that they can wait until we get out of our rest cycle until after the new moon or not. Because during a waning crescent moon, we're really not supposed to be harvesting we're not, I mean, harvesting is okay, but new moon energy, you don't want to be harvesting on. So there's things that you don't want to be doing during this time because it's really a restful time. All the energies are going into different parts, whereas for the full moon during the action phase and for like the releasing and bringing into the, the world phase, this is when we really want to be harvesting our garden and making all of these things and canning. I try to even stay away from making herbal medicines um, during the new moon, just because the energy is not there in the celestial bodies to support that herbal medicine. And I especially, good morning, Danielle, and I especially do not make herbal medicines or can or create anything when I am bleeding. This is so important. We don't realize how much of a releasing experience bleeding is. So if you bleed with the full moon and you bleed um, during this time of the waning gibbous, it's really important and really vital to understand that while we are bleeding, this is not a time of putting into creation mode things. This is a time of releasing, truly releasing, 
letting go of the things that no longer serve you, just getting all of your thoughts out on a piece of paper. Don't do harvesting in the garden. Don't touch canning stuff. Don't do a lot of activities that is going to put that energy of releasing into what you're making. Uh, good morning, Lori. And so this is something that from indigenous cultures, we have not brought into our own culture. We, through the feminist movement, it was really women can go at the same pace. We can work all the time. We can work through our menses. We can work while we're bleeding. And that is actually not in alignment with what our body really longs for us to do, which is simply just allow for everything that is no longer serving us, the things that did not create life to be released from our bodies, and for us to allow our own mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies to release along with it. Um, so this is so important. When we realize that we are not meant to be going, 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 going. In fact, nobody in our culture is. There is supposed to be a time of intention, action, releasing, and rest. This is how we will stay in the most amount of alignment. If you have to work nine to five, if you work, I mean, being a stay-at-home mom, you don't get a break like that, but you can create more space around each of these cycles. I do. I go shopping very specifically during my rest cycle so that my kids, so I'm not making a ton of meals. I'm making things ahead of time. I have pre-made chickens. I've got pre-made stuff so that they can just throw something together without me having to physically be there. I have noticed during my rest week that I do have to do the dishes once a day <laughs> because I don't like coming into a sink full of dishes at night. Um, and so this is so important to integrate. If you are releasing physically by bleeding right now, by having a menses, by having a moon cycle, it is so important to not be birthing into creation something when you are meant to be releasing. If you are not releasing and you tend to release at a different part of the lunar cycle, know that this is a great time for creativity and for birthing. So I find that this is very, um, it is personalized. I find that this is a personal journey with the lunar cycle, which is why I really love working with women one-on-one -on -one, because so often they're over here in their cycle or they're over in doing, you know, this part of their, they're in a root chakra space and I'm teaching and sharing about a third eye chakra space and visioning and creativity. And they're in a space that is not there yet. Hello, Tiffany. And so, and Aika, good morning. Um, and so as we create this space together, this is what is so valuable about the Patreon community, being able to go in there and say, I know that we're on the third eye, you know, waning gibbous right now, but I'm really not feeling safe in my body. And this is a way that we can really interact and pull in the healing journey that is happening. So um, know that this is all a personalized journey, which is why I'm so excited to get the books out that I'm writing, because I think it'll help explain in a lot more depth how to go back and forth through the journey. So you'll have a reference guide through all of them. Um, Natasha shares five generations and probably, probably more of not actually being in the feminine and taking care 
um, and it going into our DNA. This is just so powerful to all of you wonderful ladies on this call. Thanks for being the change you want to see in the world. Thanks, Natasha. It's so true. Um, I think they're in the feminist movement when we went through and actually called to be seen as equals so that we weren't a slave population anymore. We, we had to step into the masculine role. We had to be seen as equal to the masculine rather than honoring the goddess culture that really had no context because in a goddess culture, we are not a warrior culture. So trying to implement goddess culture, which is the honoring of life into a warrior culture that is the destruction and slavery of life, they don't mesh. It is not yin and yang. That is not yin and yang. Yin and yang happens in a goddess culture. When there is honoring of life, there is this balance of divine masculine and divine feminine. There is this balance of light and dark. There is this balance of not good and evil, but of life, death, and rebirth that makes it the whole circle. And so I really, it's so interesting when you look at our entire paradigm that we have as a culture, that the warrior culture is so foundational and fundamental and Christian belief systems are also in a warrior culture. And so when we look at all of this from this standpoint, it's a very interesting model to look at feminism because feminism has been mainly aggressive and met with masculinity and had to be seen as masculine in order to compete in a warrior culture. Because as we've seen in indigenous cultures in the past, when a warrior culture infiltrates, they will just decimate an entire people if they don't become warrior culture themselves. And so this happened with every indigenous culture and every tribe in the Americas that in order to really survive, they had to either give in to the warrior culture or be decimated. And this I find is no longer a choice in my own life. I want to be connected to my nature and my innate beingness and I want to live in my magical self. And being in a warrior culture and being aggressive and being in this space of war-like competition is not in my nature. And so I have really had to create space for myself to rest, to receive, to release, to intend, and to step into my femininity in a way that is safe to do so. And so this is why I'm so grateful for goddess camp to be able to create this physical space for women to come which i do have tickets to goddess camp available online magicalmothering.com forward slash goddess camp if you're interested in joining in um, that i have the first one um, the next one is going to be spring equinox and then they're going to be every six weeks after that so i'm looking forward to really bringing all of this into a space and releasing what no longer serves me so that I can birth in what I know and intend. So utilizing this time to get crafty, to can, to um, journal, to write that blueprint for that book that you've always wanted to write, to get into an aspect where you're physically birthing into something where you can see, I have made this. I am being productive. I have made this thing. I've been wanting to make this thing. I had all the materials to make this thing and now it's here and it's beautiful. This is a perfect time of the month to do that. So 
if you have children, get crafty with them, get out the art materials, get out the things that sit on the shelf um, and physically create something, maybe make something for Samhain, make something for Halloween, get crafty, physically make something into reality that was not here before. And this is a great way to honor this waning gibbous moon. Um, are these cycles that you're talking about in the planner so you know how to plan according to your cycle and what you're supposed to do? So yes, um, Natasha's asking about the PDF planner pages that I have on my Patreon page. If you join the $33 or more tier, you will get access to all of the daily planner sheets. And the planner sheets, um, you can print them out as a PDF each day and it goes through what lunar cycle we're in, um, some aspects of like gardening, it has questions, it has a gratitude space, it gives you for the lunar cycle, what you can expect out of that lunar cycle. There's an herbal, there's a plant each, um, there's four plants in each of the lunar cycles. Um, it talks about what chakra I'm talking about. It gives you a blurb of like what to dive into for that specific thing. And then even more questions each week to hone in on. So yes, the planner pages really help give you a focus. Um, and I put them out every day. So they might not be out in the mornings, but after I do my Facebook live, I get them posted. So they're, re they're ready after I, I do my Facebook live. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I so appreciate that, um, Aika. So yes, this is, this is, I feel what this ascension is happening. We, uh, there's a lot of talk about how when we change our personal world, the whole world around us changes. And I have physically seen this in my own life. When I left behind um, my physical house and I started traveling full-time, the world started shifting for me. And I really trusted in the flow. I trusted in the process. I didn't hold on to my control so much. And so this is really huge because so many of us are controlling and dominating because we've had to step into that masculine role and we haven't allowed for ourselves to truly be in the receiving, the receptive, and the releasing space and to rest. We do not allow ourselves the grace to rest, to actually formulate a thought. So um, I noticed that my husband can rest when he needs to very easily. He can come home and you know work during the day and rest at night and not have any, he's like, I'm just hanging out. Like he can play video games and he can watch a movie and that's fine. Um, I have found that I have had to physically learn how to implement this in my own life. And for me, I have to actually create a space for myself to go. So I have a canvas tent that I set up and I make it beautiful and wonderful. And I spend my rest week in there with my journal, with my things, without my phone. And I just be present to what is coming through me rather than listening to all the media constantly and getting bombarded. I've noticed that I get very addicted to social media very easily. I don't know if that is you as well, but it happens to me all of a sudden I'm on my phone constantly. And so for me having a rest week, I literally delete, I remove all the social media apps from my phone. So even if I pick it up to take a picture or something, cause I see something, I'm not distracted by being able to click the button to open up social media. So I delete all of my social media apps for that rest week. 
And it really, truly helps reprogram my brain. So I'm not being bombarded. I do not read any books. Books are just another form of media. I do not watch any TV. I do not watch movies. I do not like YouTube is a social media. TikTok is a social media. So I literally just sit with my own being and it can be very tricky. Um, the first days I'm always like the first day, especially I'm always like, am I going to actually do this? Am I actually going to make it through this? I don't know. And by the time day two comes around, it feels so good to just be able to rest in myself and to not look or have to like keep up with anything. Um, Danielle shares letting go, releasing and receiving one of my hardest to practice. I completely agree. Um, and so these are the things that in goddess culture, and I don't really have another word for it. It's when we think of goddess culture, all the uh, archaeological finds of Neanderthals or cavemen actually had agriculture. They were a life honoring culture. They were hunters and gatherers, but really it was the men who went out and hunted with the lunar cycles while the women stayed in community all the time. Um, there wasn't this aspect when women got pregnant, the men most often, they didn't even know who the father was. It was the woman's lineage, the woman's name, because that was been, that was able to be proven. They knew who, what mother the, this being came from. Um, and all of the, the women, all of the women that were of birthing age were called mother. All of the grandmothers were called grandmother. All of the girls were called sister. And this was because it was a life honoring culture. There wasn't this aspect of disregarding life because it didn't have a patronage or a patriarchal lineage. It was such a different aspect in a different time. So when I talk about goddess culture, I'm, I'm talking about community. I'm talking about intimacy. I'm talking about trust. I'm talking about safety. And I'm talking about really being present to what is unraveling within us. So Good morning, Diana and Anne. So I'm going to finish up. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts about any of this as we're going forward. Let me know what you'd like me to focus a little bit more on. Next lunar cycle is the crown chakra of really connecting to our divine source to stay in overflow so that we're not getting caught up in depletion or overgiving or being worn out. So um, I'm really excited about releasing through creativity. If you want, I would actually love to see this. Um, if you end up making something, creating something physically, tag me just at Stephanie Matthews. Hey, Stephanie Matthews, I made this craft project with my kids, or I ended up canning this, or I made a loaf of, you know, apple bread or just something. What has been on your list to get into this beautiful autumn season, what is something that has been wanting to be birthed through you? It can be as simple as making pumpkin waffles or pumpkin cinnamon rolls or whatever. It could be a food, it could be a craft, it could be an art project, it could be uh, you know, writing, whatever it is, this is the perfect time to really get into that birthing something physical into existence that has been on your heart, that has been on your mind, that has been pulling at you. And you can start very small and work your way up through the rest of the week until third quarter moon, 
which I believe is the 17th or so of this month. So we have a few more days to get into this aspect of taking ideas, thoughts, visions, putting them into reality and making something physical. And if you do, let me know. All right. I love you all. I will see you all tomorrow. Have a beautiful and magical day.